And we are live, 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 live. Super live. All right, Chris, how are you? I'm well. Episode 65. I well, I think, hey, are my, my beer still in the cooler from the other day? Anyway. Those, those motherfuckers. <laughs> I bring them to drink and... Well, that's because you're making, you actually are making an appearance to record because uh, you're not training today. I'm not training today, unfortunately. So I, so. I, I applaud you for coming in and, and dedication. And recording the dedication. Dedication. To the audience. So to first, our audience. As we always we, say, we thank you. Shout out to our sponsors, Crown Rash Guards. We just did. <laughs> Let's not give ourselves too much. Sponsor. Yeah. <laughs> Why? <laughs> Our sponsor. Yeah. <laughs> Crown Rash Guards. <laughs> Crown Rash Guards. Check them out. www.crownrashguards.com. Use our promo code BRUISE to save 20% off the So that's BRUISE. B R E W S, not the way Noah just pronounced it. B A R E W Z. Whatever. I'm, I'm putting <laughs> on a little slide. You're just ready for vacation, aren't you? Yeah. So they are on social media at Crown Rash Guards on Instagram, on Facebook. We just, you're going to have seen it by now if you're on our social media. Uh, we actually did an unboxing video today mm-hmm. right before we started recording this podcast. I'm and so excited to try on my, I'll wear it tomorrow. I'll yours wear it to, look really cool. I, uh, with, I, with the yeah, purple's purple. a great purple, color, man. Yeah, the purple and black. Real sharp, badass. dude. And I actually compared the, because I ordered the exact same Rash Guard. Is this a spoiler alert? Are you, are you allowed to do that? Well, this is actually going to come out later. Oh, okay. So, because that thing we just posted. So that's it's true. It's yeah, that's true. So I'm I actually not, compared I'm old the, man. My, oh my god, the rash dog. guard that I've been wearing for the past, you know, two months with a brand new one that he has worn practically every day. Yeah, to see uh, is there any difference? And I'm the uh, dog whisperer, dog. So right now, Chris has got uh, one of the tribe dogs, Leo. Check them out, guys. They are our unofficial sponsor at. Tribe underscore dogs, and you will see the cute yeah. tribe. The cute and Crown doggies. Rash Guards is a uh, tribe dog approved as well. Exactly. Because the dogs love when we wear our tribe our Crown Rash Guards. Look at I this. Don't. Look at this. Leo is Leo is is setting up, and we've already we've already made a we've established that Leo is an excellent judge of character. <laughs> <laughs> Why? Because he left me. You son of a bitch. <laughs> oh, he's sneezing. Hello, Leo. Now we want video only so yeah. guys check out our sponsor crown rash guards and again use our promo code bruise for 20 percent off so while while leo is sniffing me you want to say anything leo so if you hear any <laughs> any random noah doesn't have some sort of nervous tick it's actually leo yeah so uh you told me to say this on on the air and that is uh i did a muay thai class last week i, I if i remember correctly so you had said i did my first mm-hmm. i thought you had done one nope like never. eight months ago or something. No, no, no. I've never no? done a Muay Thai class. First time. First time. First time. How did it feel? Wait, wait. Did you hang on? First off, did you get the the coach's special permission to do <laughs> the intermediate advanced class? Or did no, you, was no. It a, so uh, the fundamentals? way it, the way it worked out is I had to teach at seven, and it just so happened that Paul and Victor were doing. Muay Thai oh, oh, fundamentals oh, oh, hey, at move six. Your, move your dog butt off of this cord. There you go. <laughs> hey, I've, I love dogs. <laughs> I don't. I can't pet him because the moment I rub my eyes or nose, I'm gonna fucking break out and it'll be terrible. Oh, okay. Well, then just keep your jeaned, your, your cool. covered pants on him. You're good. I I I have always had to have like long-haired dogs. Because, uh, what is it like Maltese's and 
Oh really? I had a yeah, I had a peekapoo as a child. Really? Yeah, because like I, I even I, though you had allergies. Yeah, because they don't shed and the dander oh. and whatnot. So. Are you his favorite uncle now? Yeah, I know he's loving you. Mm-hmm. Maybe maybe he doesn't warm fear up. my maybe. Vietnamese ethnicity <laughs> at all. So. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> Anyway, <laughs> so I'm allowed to. So anyway, um, Paul and Victor were going to be running fundamentals and fundamental fundamental Muay Thai Muay Thai. Okay, and I was I've been ragged on ever since I started. Uh, you know, I I, you a I allegedly you don't want to stand well, up and fight. I mean, I did. I I told you know Carl. Why and would AJ, you want to lay between another man's legs? <laughs> they give you all that. <laughs> no. <laughs> no, I didn't get that one. <laughs> okay. I, I was just like, if you're doing jujitsu, you got to do Muay Thai. And I said, well, when I get my blue belt, let me get my blue belt and I'll do Muay Thai. You've been like, ducking it for like a year and a half? Oh, yeah. And oh, then, my so God. So I finally, I was like, well, do you have gloves? And Victor's like, oh, yeah. So it was fun watching everyone's ex- expression, seeing me with shin guards and <laughs> and gloves on, on that side of the mat, because everyone walked in and they did a double take. They're like, wait a minute. So I got to uh, to do that fundamentals class, and it was good, man. It was your tennis was actually probably lends itself well to that. I, I don't. know. It was just eye opening, you know. My stance was off. I had a much more staggered stance than what you're supposed to have, and staggered meaning like meaning I was like leading, you more, more like a, more like a like a wrestler like a wrestler stance. Like my lead leg was much far, which mm, more forward. Yeah, and can't check a kick like that. Ask ask Conor McGregor. Exactly. Exactly. So. It was just eye-opening to just feel like, you know, what it's like to, you know, to punch and and punch clean and and the angles and defending. It was just, it was overwhelming. Just like. Was it really? Yeah, it was overwhelming. I'm I'm surprised because like you're athletically inclined. So I would picture, and especially you come from a sport, a sportive base, Mm -hmm. athletic base where you're, you, you, you start off in that sort of athletic stance of like a tennis stance where you have to be light on your feet. You can't be on your heels that and, and you shuffle in in tennis too, right? Like you don't do, or do you run? I, I actually don't know anything. No, about tennis. I mean, I'm sure there might be some parallels, but when you're, when you're shown this, is how you throw a cross for the first time, this is how you throw a hook for the first time. This is how you're supposed to stand. This Did how it feel unnatural? It didn't feel unnatural. It felt, a little unfamiliar like i just had mm. to you know i think and, and victor told me that for a fundamentals class of muay thai paul covered more things that he normally does he wanted to want to break in right i i i think it was just the size of the class like a lot of people were in that class and he said he opened by saying hey you know this is foundations or fundamentals rather so this is going to be a boring class for a lot of you guys but then i think he still made it more exciting yeah because <laughs> we were throwing teeps at the end and oh. catching teeps and Catching teeps in a fundamentals class. Yeah, and I and I was redirecting, redirecting. Teeth. Okay, all right. And then throwing a, a a hook, a lead hook. So I I'm just for me, uh, if I could just work on, you know, two punches and a kick and my stance, that probably would have been great in terms of what I could work on. Because inevitably, I was, I think about doing one and I'd forget about the other and I'd I'd revert to an like what I, my body was trying to yeah. do by default. Did you try to like pull guard or something? <laughs> <laughs> like, no, but just pull you know, half. <laughs> just how I was throwing my kick. And, yeah, yeah. And, and how I was throwing everything. Like there were things I wanted to work on with each one and then when you have three oh, things at once yeah. when you're doing a three, 
a you know a three hit combo, <laughs> then it's kind of like uh, remember, remember, remember. The the hardest thing you'll probably find is moving the corresponding foot with the corresponding hand, and ste- stepping with each punch is probably the hardest thing that you'll you'll find to do. I mean, I, I'm hoping to. Are you do you more? know take it casually and yeah I mean I, I'm I'm I asked Victor for for recommendations for gloves and shin guards so when I have time and I might be able to do it and he's right you know he said like yeah you know you say you can do it you know like once or twice a week but then he's like I can see you're probably going to start thinking about it. sure enough mm-hmm. every time I see him I'm like showing him my stance and showing him where my hands are and <laughs> and like nice. the punch and then come back to protect and. And all that stuff. So. Cool. So yeah, um, MMA in the near future. If it's MMA, it's just for self defense purposes, just to tie it all together. I don't have any interest in fighting, but I I think it's uh, to be a more complete mark. And just like I said, if I could be a quote a blue belt in stand up, that would be I'd be able to. Ha- I feel like I'd be able, I'd be comfortable in handling myself in a self defense situation. Between that, and my jujitsu, you know, against most, you know. I'm like not going to pick a fight with schmo, an MMA fighter. Yeah, yeah that's I you mean, know. A lot of people do watch the the UFCs. Yeah, that so. probably makes it even better because then they're going to try weird stuff. <laughs> <laughs> they might. I mean. Uh, well, I'm glad you tried it, man. I'm glad you enjoyed it. Yeah. I, I was hurting my thumb initially when I was throwing my hook. I heard about so that. I had to ask, I had to ask Paul, like, how do you, you know, how do you not? Hurt your thumb? No, no. Hurt is it your because thumb. is it because you you put it in the wrong fucking finger hole? <laughs> well, that was the thing, dude. It felt like I, I was like when I made the fist. I was like, you're making I'm making a fist like this. Like I always like this is how yeah, I yeah. It's how you should. You but know, you can't right? Yeah. So I'm I'm making a fist the way I see a fist, and my thumb is going over my first two fingers. Yes. But in this thing, it's like out. Yeah. And then when I was throwing a hook, throw like a corkscrew. Yeah, I was not. Yeah. I was not pronating. Oh, you were like. Yeah, yeah, and I, I was like, ow. And I did it again. <laughs> I was like, ow. It's like, that's not a clean hit. Yeah. So, yeah, man. It's, uh, my shoulders didn't feel as tired as I thought they'd be from holding my, my, because I've heard that that happens a lot. You hold your, you know, just from holding your arms up for a whole I hour. I suspect that that's because, <laughs> you know, one of two reasons. A, you just have okay shoulders. Or, or I wasn't, or you just, yeah, yeah, you yeah, didn't maybe, have your hands up. Maybe high, that's what thought. it was. I just wasn't holding them up. <laughs> maybe, <laughs> <laughs> it's probably the latter <laughs> it's yeah like it's it's one of those things right like you can you're not doing it inevitably right. every class every muay thai class when i've taught you tell people to keep their hands up and they say oh i am keeping out and they're not keeping their hands up. like however high you think your hands are increase the uh the the, the height by about three inches <laughs> oh at least yeah you know, like at least because people think they're like oh my hands are up and their hands are not even protecting their chin, right? They're up. <laughs> they're not at their waist, but they're, they've just folded their hands up. And you know, so that's, that's generally what happens. So when you started training, did we remind us, when did you, did you start with Muay Thai or, or jujitsu? I started with jujitsu. And then when did you start doing Muay Thai? Probably just a couple months into doing jujitsu. And then how, how was that experience for you early on? Um, it was, it was interesting. I, because I got, cause I've heard, for example, like didn't, wasn't Steve Wynn doing kickboxing at the, or Muay Thai at that yeah, point? Steve, cause I've heard Steve Wynn is like nasty on his feet. He's pretty, yeah, he's pretty good. <laughs> That's Chris's way of saying he's really good. Yeah. He's pretty good. <laughs> like he, he's even told me he's better in Muay Thai than he is Jiu Jitsu. I was like, really? 
Because his jiu-jitsu's good. Yeah, he's yeah. a brown belt. Yeah. <laughs> and he's probably, he should have been a black belt if it wasn't for all the time he's taken off, you know? The, um, I, yeah, because I, mind you, I started at, at Gracie Baja. So, like, they were doing, it was like, it was one of those situations where it was like a staggered, like, calendar. And I couldn't do, like, beginners Muay Thai until I got, like, a blue belt or whatever the case They actually was. taught Muay Thai at Gracie Baja? Yeah. I did. didn't know that was possible. I thought Gracie Baja was jiu-jitsu only. That's a long story. We'll have to, <laughs> oh, we'll have to talk no. about that off the air. <laughs> okay. Um, but but so <clears throat> Paul and and my original Muay Thai coach, Bobby Robert, was mm-hmm. was teaching there. And who so, was Paul's instructor yeah, in Muay Thai. Paul, yeah, both both of I mean every, sort of everybody's I mean I kinda Muay Thai instructor. I was telling Victor like I you know, I kinda would appreciate one of his classes because he is very much about hitting the fundamentals at the beginning in terms of stance. Yeah. And, like, and yeah. that's exactly what I need to get going. And I know that might be very regimented and, and might be boring to some, but like, I feel like right now, give me like a month of doing that just to really start yeah. to hone things in, you know? I mean, anyway, he, continues uh, to, I didn't want to say. Yeah. I started doing it after either like towards the end of my white belt or Africa. Like one of those, like it was, I was like a higher level white belt, I guess when I started. So I would be able to do jujitsu and then Muay Thai, or I did like, jiu-jitsu monday wednesday friday and like tuesday thursday i do kickboxing or whatever the case is but then for a little bit after i got my blue belt i kind of um because just after i got my blue belt i think paul had left and uh so i didn't really have a a strong connection with anybody doing jujitsu over there so i'd kind of really transitioned to doing mainly muay thai and the occasional jujitsu class so I was focusing a good part of my time. I was at Gracie Ba for a year and a half or two years, I think it was. So probably six to eight months of that intensely was doing jujitsu, casually Muay Thai, and then the remaining amount of time was intensely kickboxing. So you very, actually were taking little. kickboxing instead of Muay Thai? You, What's that? When you say kickboxing, do you mean that is that synonymous with Muay Thai? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm, I, I use okay. it. Okay. Yeah, but you were you were studying Muay Thai. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, okay. like, the art of Muay Thai. Yeah, like, like Dutch style. Two, three hours a day. Me, Alistair, Jared, or just, Alistair Overeem. <laughs> no, Alistair, uh, <laughs> Alistair uh, Wilson, my buddy. Okay. But he, we were all, yeah, we were like Bobby's boys after like they had left. Like we were all cool. taking this pretty seriously. So, um. Yeah, and then Bobby came here, and that's when I, he, we, we came with him to mm-hmm. to meet up with Paul again. So, and that was at the Dean University School, and that's when I met Steve Wynn. And he, I don't think he had even put in a gi at that point yet, too. And he was just a savage on the. Oh feet. yeah, yeah, he was. He was good. Um, I think Jim Andrews was only doing kickboxing at the time too. Okay. Yeah, he's a lot chubbier too. I remember that dude. I remember like <laughs> like when I just like kind of joined up with ATT and I hopped in on a, uh, a kickboxing class and Bobby was teaching at the time. And, you know, so we were like, like the four or five of us that had come with Bobby, we're starting to integrate in with the classes. And so Jim has this, as we all know, like a very, uh, a reputation for just going a little bit too hard. Like for just, I mean, he's not even tr- like trying to like hurt you. Can I say my story with Jim? Sure. <laughs> so when I was a white belt, like just a few months in, 
He's like, oh, he's like, oh, come on. He's like, I want you to, I want you to throw a leg kick. I want you to feel a leg kick and throw a leg kick. I was like, I don't know, man. He's like, oh, come on, come on, come on, come on, come on. <laughs> Jim Andrews is doing Jim this? Andrews, come on, come on, come on. So he's like, and, and he just stands there with his lead leg and he's just flexing his, his quad. He's yeah. Like, come on, kick me. So I just go, I just kind of kick him. He's like. <laughs> like a soccer kick, an untrained person. Yeah, I, I just kind of kick him in the side. Like I, like I said, I've seen UFC. Yeah. I've played Street Fighter. <laughs> I'm in the general vicinity. <laughs> Fierce <laughs> kick? Like, <laughs> you know? like, so I just kick. go, dink. He's like, oh, no, come on, hit me harder, hit me harder. I was like, okay, ding. He's like, yeah, good job. He's like, all right, put your put your leg out. I was like, okay, and then he oh went whack. God. <laughs> and dude, I don't. I wouldn't say I crumpled down, but I immediately went. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> that's the way you get I students. Felt that by shit the way, for a week, bro. Yeah, for especially are hard. <laughs> and for people who don't know how to take a leg kick, like it hurts like fuck. Yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah, I, I guess I realized I took it more on the side, <laughs> oh, the nerve, yeah, see, or whatever, and and. and <laughs> And how many Muay Thai classes did you have after that? <laughs> oh, <I> mean, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Well, anyway, that's a hell of a sales tactic, Jim. <laughs> that was like, I remember Bobby, when he started teaching over at Longwood, uh, Jason Willis, uh, his kid was actually training here for a little bit. Jason started doing Muay Thai, and, and for some reason Bobby had in his head that he just, <laughs> we're going to take shin guards off with like new people. And drill with him, and he just wailed the hell on like poor Jason's thigh. He 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 like couldn't go to work for a week. <laughs> like that's terrible. Like, and guess who never did Muay Thai again, right? Like, did he condition? Did you guys, did you have you guys conditioning your your shins? Yeah, we did shin on shin a little bit. Uh, see, yeah. I saw I saw Jim do that when he that's taught terrible, Muay Thai, dude. And I, I was like, why are these guys dinking themselves so lightly? And then I thought about it. I was like, oh, that's bone on bone. No wonder they're, they're yeah, going like... Yeah, people don't realize dink, how much like bone dink. on bone hurts. Like, oh. They think, oh, what? Well, he should just check that kick, right? When you watch UFC. Oh, yeah. When I when I see that... It, it, it sounds so after easy. After he kicked me, I looked... I watched these guys take kicks. And I was like, how can they take these kicks? Dude, it's it's ridiculous. And checking the kick doesn't seem... That seems painful as hell. Yeah, it's... And I mean, I've... I, Alistair and I did a, uh, a Muay Thai seminar out in tampa and you, mean you uh, attended one you didn't teach one no yeah we took one we yeah, took yeah, one. yeah yeah and we it was students. taught by uh johnson on fairtex who was like 301 or i don't know just okay i don't know that i don't know names and and it basically i mean keep in mind his last name is fairtex so like that means he's adopted the, his his because they're all like slave fighters it's like the fucking gladiator days, right? Is this guy's a, a Thai, an actual Thai fighter? Oh yeah, yeah, like from Thailand, like just garbage English, right? Okay, just I, I we had to learn just by watching whatever the hell he's doing. Okay, but he was saying his his nickname was like the Wooden Man because he would just sit there and he just like a fucking tree, and he's like, yeah, and we were talking about like checking kicks, and it's even one of the things that uh, Paul kind of teaches and Bobby taught us is like to kind of like absorb and go with the kick mm-hmm. when you're checking. He's like, he's like, man, he's like, I've had 300 fights. He's like, you know, at first, you know, you take one and you check and he's like, you know, he showed like mimicking, like kicking out to the kick to like meet theirs. Yeah. And he's like, one's like, oh yeah, you know, and then he's like, they do it again. Yeah. And then he's like, by, he's like, by three, he's like, "Eh." (laughs) you know, like he's like, and this is a dude who's got like 300 fights. Right. So it's like, I mean. And his, and his shins are probably like yeah, and he's been bone, kicking banana trees, like yeah, denser than adamantium or something, <laughs> vibranium. Vibranium. Um, we don't use that. Actually, they I think they're allowed to use adamantium oh, really? again. Yeah, 
You know, it's that like vibranium all in the MCU. They don't talk about uh, adamantium. It's all well, it's vibranium. Coming. It's coming. Yeah. I mean, maybe with one division. Um, but so yeah. Yeah. So like checking kicks fucking hurts, man. Like it's doesn't matter how tough you are. Don't know how many fights you have. It still fucking hurts. But yeah. So maybe perhaps your next fundamentals class, you'll, okay. you'll, you'll get in on that. Do, do, do you guys do that? Did you see the movie, the accountant? I did the, see that. Yeah. So that's you, a, okay. So let's, is, let's talk is, about is the that truth or is, there, is that true or not? Where like, they take, ah, you wait, do, <laughs> well, he was, is it he true also, to take he, an autistic guy? Who well, that was him, the thing. He also had mental issues. That's yeah, why he, like, I mean, he was autistic. He didn't have mental issues, but he's, he had autism, a form of autism. So to help him focus, he put on like thrash metal. <laughs> yeah. And then, yeah. And wow. Take a wow. And taking what? Bamboo or stick. I think it was a raton, like a scream. Yeah. And, and, like, and, and just like, just like the, rubbing his shit, just like grating his is, shins. Is grating the shin? Is that is that something? So no, that's that's very much. You like, don't like micro. You don't no, create you little hit, micro things. And I then mean, you can also condition stone. your head to take hits from a shovel by bashing it every day with a shovel. <laughs> that doesn't fucking mean it's a good idea, right? Like, <laughs> right? Like you can also. There are other ways you can, you know, perhaps condition through more maybe micro traumas and just actual sparring and whatnot no you just kick a heavy bag a bunch of times i mean the, the yeah or or hit like i mean the people doing coke bottle i mean like god that's like you know i can get cauliflower ear also by smacking my ear with a fucking yeah oh yeah i i listen to that soundtrack every day at work and the guys at work hate it the uh, the original score by Paul Herzog oh, for uh, Kickboxer. Oh yeah. So but. I I was kind of thinking um, when it comes to so how much denser do you think your shin becomes with with conditioning? Here's the reason I say that. I'm not. I sure. happen to see a video with Brian Shaw. Brian Shaw's. Is Who's a, Brian he's, Shaw? He's a strong man. He competes in the world's okay. strongest man. And the guy's like 6'8", 400 pounds, lifts ridiculous amounts of weight and all this stuff. And he did a body scan. And everyone that, like the person reading the results was of course like flabbergasted because <laughs> really? the numbers are all over the place in terms of what they're used to. Like you have a normal human being and then you have a, you know, a 6'8", 400 pounds yeah like in strong man you know we're an alien so it was like his you know his body fat was i think 18 or 19 which Ooh. is still considerably lower I mean, he, than he's I actually think, in, right? in the process of cutting down so he's actually happy okay. he was uh, he had much higher body fat composition when he's older or when he was heavier but they said your bone density is through the roof yeah because he's but you know how we talk about lifting weights helps that's light exercise yeah look like he's got superhuman like bone density because of because of that and i thought that was kind of cool so in the same vein i'm wondering do these muay thai fighters have oh incredibly dense shins do they gain weight because their shins are denser (laughs) i mean mean, i'm asking it's probably marginal you know but But i'd I'd like i i'd i guess so i mean it would the science would be there, right? Like, cause there would be like additional calcification from micro traumas and, and that sort of thing. Wouldn't it? Because essentially scar tissue, like is, doesn't a broken bone heal back strong? I mean, <laughs> this is all just, we like need to get, science. we need to get a, yeah, we need Jovan to get a, we need to get a doctor. Or, yeah. So another, um, 
on the on the topic of bro science and, and powerlifting. But I mean, like you're, you're I mean, you definitely can conditioning like your knuckles and stuff. Like, isn't that? <laughs> I've just been watching too much fucking Grappler Baki on Netflix. Um, just like the iron body styles of training. I where, mean, we have calluses. Calluses are thicker skin. Yeah, it's keratinized skin, right? Like it's. Um, I mean, I mean, have you ever seen like a hardcore? Like old school Okinawan like karate master, his fucking knuckles are like. I have not. Oh, they're like disgusting. I mean, you don't talk about like. So instead of having like jujitsu fingers, they have karate. F- karate knuckles. Yeah. What do they look like? What do karate? They're like look huge. Like? They're just like <laughs> they're these huge. two will be like the size of like your fucking like the end of this mic, right? Or even if you see like Bruce Lee, have you seen the like the towel that is like that silhouette photo of him? Because he he punches with these three knuckles, which is sort of like an, Oh my God, just don't step on the phone. Um, the, he punches with these three knuckles. So his three are like really, really pronounced and his like index knuckle is actually a lot smaller. So I think there's just a lot of like, just repetitive trauma will, I mean like, that's just, that's your body's way of protecting itself. Right. Is sure. I mean, it would be by, cool by, to have someone on that actually knows the yeah, process. Yeah, yeah. This is all purely like the equivalent of and bro it, science. Yeah. But by way and of martial arts. And then a broadcast and a podcast. And yeah. Maybe. So, so we're already telling you we're not authority figures on this. Exactly. Stuff. But so I'm, I'm, I wouldn't be surprised if if there's not denser. But we know there's more of it, if anything, as evidenced by just people's knuckles who do. Isn't it amazing how adaptable the human body is? Yeah. But like at what cost too, right? Like, sure, the like the knuckles themselves and the bones are strengthening, and but what about the joints around them? Like, that's a good yeah, that's a good point. You know. So I um, again perusing the internet, I came across this documentary that's a few years old called Born Strong. It's about powerlifters, and it follows. Uh, I didn't watch the whole thing. I just saw bits and pieces of it. But I know. think it's on Netflix. It's actually on. It probably is, but it's actually on YouTube. You can watch it the full thing on YouTube with ads. So, it's on that platform for anyone who wants to check it out. At least right now, and they do. You know how at the end of a documentary they follow up with the characters like so and so goes on to do this. And Usually, so-and-so. it's like one little blurb. Yeah, <laughs> well, or they show a blurb with um, like a little video. So yeah. sure enough, they're following. Um, Oh gosh, I can't think of the guy's name. He's like the, probably the most famous, one of the most famous powerlifters. There's Brian Shaw. There's Thor, half Thor. That's the Bjornsson guy. Yeah. Then who's the guy from England? Uh, Eddie Hall. Eddie Hall. Thank you. So I was gonna say Eddie Cummings. <laughs> That's definitely not, not the one that was wrong, man. So Eddie Hall, you know, went on to do. Is it Eddie Hall? Yeah. Okay. Goes on to do. He's the guy who won the same year. He want uh, he and Thor go back and forth, right? Yeah, but he, they, and they're they, about to fight each other. Uh, really? Like they're about to like straight up box well, each other. I know other. there's drama between the two of them. Yeah, so I don't know if you've seen them both recently, but they're both like trimming down. Yes, they are. To and they're gonna have a boxing match. Oh, that'd be hilarious. So it might be the most amazing boxing match ever, <laughs> or it's gonna be, or it's gonna be oh terrible. So anyway, they showed um, Eddie Hall do his 500 kilo deadlift, which is which that's which 1100 is the one pounds. That half Thor recently beat but he did it in his own gym so that's why there's controversy because eddie hall did it in an auditorium like there were there were tons of people bore witness you know they bore witness certified weights and and when he did it the camera work for this documentary was amazing because they just zoomed on his face 
and his face as he's doing the pull goes beet red and you see blood just come pouring oh out of his God. nostrils. You are, yeah, like the and amount it, of and blood his, pressure and his, that is. And his eyes are just like bloodshot. So you see his head come into frame moving upward and as he moves upward, oh, Leo, it's okay, Leo. Leo is, is Leo's daddy. The separation anxiety. Yeah, is, Leo's is daddy left for a second and now Leo is just like, it's okay, dude. You better not stand there because that door's going to so be flying open. Eddie Hall's f- head comes into frame as he's doing the pull, and you see this, like I said, just beat red and then nose blood gushing out of his nose. And, and I was just like, what's going on to this human body? Like, it's amazing. I mean, I it's, mean it's experiencing. It's amazing he can pull that, but what the strain he's putting on his body yeah. and i think i saw a quote afterwards he thought he might he was going to die potentially first of all i mean he was blo- i mean he was you talk about being large like he was had to be 400 pounds plus right like his body i mean he was just huge again now he's trimming down yeah, yeah. the abs now which is weird it's like he's like a he's like the juggernaut right yeah he's like giant but he has abs it's like but it just goes to show like the amount of waist thickness just to bracing, provide, yeah, bracing. right. That's required to be able to perform feats like that, which is why, um, like Ang Lee when he did the movie Hulk, the mm-hmm. first Hulk, like he's like he didn't want to make like a bodybuilder looking Hulk. He's like, my wife's like a, a biologist, and she's like that just doesn't work. Like you have to be able to support the amount of weights that you said the Hulk can do, or in this case Eddie Hall, like their waists are. Which is weird. How was it, Mer- Pujanowski? Mm-hmm who was incredibly strong as well and won, he actually had a fairly trim waist, right? Like, I mean, as he compared had to, as, as close to a bodybuilder physique as you're going to get right. for... A strong man, yeah. yeah. By the way, he, he went into MMA too. Yeah, could you imagine fighting that guy? <laughs> I don't want him... If he gets me in a, in a, in a schoolboy, like... If Dude, he, just if he gets tap, me in a headlock, like, I, I, like he can just... Like, that's where the guy's strength, he can just smash you from squeeze. Yeah, like... Like yeah. if he wrapped his if he wrapped his legs or his arms around my rib cage and squeezed he he probably oh would it would break be me. like the movie Split right like break, where yeah, he lay yeah, yeah he'd like, break my ribs like what's his name uh, uh you not Ewan McGregor the guy who played who's in Split the main actor yeah the, oh. the, probably the best actor in all three movies yeah. but when he like, like, like he, that's the way he like the Beast mm-hmm. he, like killed people he would just sit there and just like, like hug them and smash yeah. yeah and just constrict. Why am I not thinking of that actor's name? He's Professor X and the in like. First I, class I, I keep on saying Ewan McGregor, but that's that's <laughs> fucking <laughs> Obi Wan. Um, the other British guy, Ac- McAvoy, James McAvoy. G- Jim McAvoy. Yeah, is he British, or is he like Irish or Scottish? Oh, am I, I doing the thing? Because he's in. The am I doing the white guy thing? <laughs> like, so I'm sorry. I apologize. These, they're, different, they're from that UK area. Or yeah, whatever. it's I'm like just gonna love <laughs> Northwest. Uh, Northwest Wales, Europe. England, Ireland, Northern Ireland, Scotland. I'll, I'll have, it's all the same to I'll, me. I'll get right? with Ryan, Ryan uh, LaFrance about that. He'll he'll correct me. But yeah, he. Uh, so he 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 said that he was ne- he felt like he was near death, or it was like he passed out and they like got his vitals and like do this but I just saw the quote, so I don't know okay, what, the, what right. symptoms he was experiencing. But it got me thinking about like training and and because i'm doing power lift lifts as my main activity followed by supplemental more hypertrophy work and it definitely helps i feel i feel better but then i look at josh hinger because we're doing spider guard and i'm like god my fingers bro 
And Josh Hinger is doing farmer's walks well, with, like plates. With, with plates. He's got a, an apparatus where he has geese leaves that have that you can basically hang plates from. Yeah. And we, he's we doing, have far, and he's doing farmer's walks on, in each hand with cuff grips holding these like 70 pounds. Jesus. And I'm like, so that's why these guys have good finger strength. Yeah, because they just condition the hell out of it. So, I mean, do you think... Is that healthy? Like, do you... I don't it's, know. I mean, I, but it's at what cost, right? Like, it's probably really good for that the performance of that. Yeah, but are you going to have arthritis when you're 40? Fuck yeah, you will. Well, I mean, he is 40-something, isn't he? I think he's in his late 30s. I think he's the same age as me. <laughs> <laughs> See what he's done with his life. Um, but he... Uh, I, I want to see he's about my age. But yeah, like, there's no way. But you know, though, it's like... What would you, would you rather be a, a black belt multiple-time world champion with fucked up fingers when you're 65 or... It depends on how Some, fucked up. The question is how fucked up are those fingers? I, I imagine they're going to be pretty <laughs> fucked up. Like, because he's... Well, I mean, Kurt Osiander is holding up pretty well. Yeah, that dude, you, I mean, he's like a mummy, though, right? Like, <laughs> if Blanco was brought to life, it's Kurt yeah. or, 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 or Osiander. Is it Blanco? Or do you think he it would... He just looks like a Neanderthal. Oh, like, hell he yeah. To, like, you talk about, like, the strong... The features. Yeah. Like, like, a very pronounced brow. Yeah. Um, I would love to roll with that guy. I would like. I think he seems like a really cool character. I bet you his hands would be like just like sausage fingers, right? Like, well, if you look at Alex Arnold, the guy who did who's featured in Free Solo, okay, he's a world famous rock climber, famous for doing ascents without rope, which is why it's so remarkable, right? So he's always doing pull ups on his fingers and stuff. I actually saw his hands. He's got pickle fingers. Because he's like pickle fingers. Yeah, his fingers look like pickles, <laughs> okay. and I mean they, <laughs> they, they they look like mutant hands on a on a normal dude's body. Because they're, they're probably just callous to hell. They're for they're one. thick and wide and long, and because he'll do techniques like he'll stick his hand in a crack, and then make a fist, and use that as an anchor when he climbs. That's a oh, technique. Right, I didn't. Right, I'm, yeah. So his hands are massive. You're, yeah, you're oversimplifying it, but yeah, that's that's. So if that guy grabbed me, I, I, I'm not like, I'm not getting out. Like if he grabbed my collar. Oh, like, dude, I'm not that's breaking, why I've I'm always not, thought like rock climbers. So where's Viet? Viet. Yeah, Viet. Yeah, we'll tag, tag him. He, well, he's going off to fucking Colorado now. So he's Wait, like. Where's he in Colorado? Everyone's I don't know. He's, he's leaving. He's leaving uh, Austin, Texas, and he's going to Colorado. Apparently. What part of Colorado? I don't know. I just saw. I, I really right, Viet, let us know. Or yeah. just come back and replace, replace Chris with a cooler version. Yeah, of Chris. I mean. <laughs> the cooler yeah. <laughs> Asian Canadian, what's this thing? I think it's the I think it is a, Asian, no, Cana- crazy Canadian. Crazy Canadian. Crazy Canadian, yeah. The He's living like the jujitsu lifestyle, but like just completely like whatever the equivalent of the jujitsu lifestyle is for or rock climbing. For or just just living that lifestyle. I mean, is it necessary for rock climbing or is it for So he's a sponsored by Red Bull kind of guy. Yeah, exactly. He's like, Extreme. Yeah. He's he's got wings. Um, yeah, on. good for him. So, on, brother, right on. But yeah, I mean, did you ever grapple with Viet? That dude's no, grips were I, fucking crazy, when I left, man. When I arrived, rather, he was leaving. 
So my first Saturday was the goodbye party, and he brought all these. Oh, that's right. Yeah, yeah. And I was like, man, these guys drink a lot. (laughs) (laughs) You're correct. (laughs) The um, but yeah, his grips were fucking crazy, dude. Like his gi grips, especially. That's why. Yeah. Yeah. Like I was like, god damn. Whereas I'm kind of trying to make my game around not being dependent on grips. Yeah. Although I've had a realization today. It's all about the grip, not tension in the arm. How many times I've been telling everybody that? We, but we don't get it. <laughs> we don't get, like it doesn't go in our because we we want to pull, so we engage our whole body. And now, yeah, we, but your arm—it's just like punching, though, right? Like this forms the connection. Your gross motor skill muscles are the ones who do the pulling. Your arm is just a rope. It's just a chain there. Yeah, and and people don't like people I don't do, do people that. don't get it, man. They, like, and that's what I'm doing. I'm holding yeah. my things with my with my bicep and forearms flexed exactly. instead of just squeezing yeah, the fit. Man, like so when they pull, I just go with it. I was telling, like we've been working a lot of sparring guard all these mornings and stuff, and I'm telling, like, uh, I'm in my morning guys like Tristan and Jamal and stuff. And man, like if you just take twenty percent, my my lips just touched the mic. I apologize. Um, <laughs> if you just take twenty oh, percent of the tension out of your forearms and your biceps and stuff. Like, you're going to tire yourself out so much less. And like not have that? your grip broken. Exactly. Because when my grip breaks, it's when I'm it's holding. It's because you're forming a post yes. for them to pull against, yes. right? Yes. And that's where, like, Cabrera the other day, when he came on Tuesday, which he didn't on Thursday, that lazy fucker. Um, hopefully, we see tomorrow. Accountability. Accountability, accountability man. He he accountability nothing that, that oh, Thursday. Boy. So, But he's like, oh, man. I, like, he's like, I'm only grappling you in, in Nogi now. Because, like, your fucking grips, man. I'm like, I don't have that strong of grips. I'm just very precise with how I do it. And I just, I connect here. But you can whip my arm all around you want. And it's like, it'll stay connected to you, you know? Mm-hmm. And that's where, you know, where I learned that from. Oh, uh, really? Matt Thornton? Yeah, bud. It's <laughs> a Matt Thornton thing. Where and he you... got that, he got from Hickson. Uh, Hickson. <laughs> where, and I mean, the, the contractor shoulder blades thing. Oh, that's you. Yeah. even appreciate yeah, that. It's a Matt yeah. Thornton yeah, thing, Yeah, I've man. seen that. But he didn't invent invisible jujitsu. He didn't invent. I mean, he didn't invent it, but he's good at. He he conveys it a lot. He conveys in in the way he, in uh, the details that he teaches. I mean, Paul was Paul Paul's like kind of admitted that like he's evolved his his knowledge when it's come to spider and lasso, and he used to teach things that he said I don't think are correct anymore. Really? In terms of doing a deep lasso on a standing opponent. He's like, I wouldn't recommend that. Yeah, because you're you gonna know? get fucking picked up. And exactly. You know, you 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 have to do shallow. You get lasso. stepped on. Yeah. So he he's evolved what a maintenance stance should be or the the posture yeah. should be. So that's an interesting thing that people evolve their their views on jujitsu a lot like that. How much do you think of that? I mean, it's obviously through experimentation that he's probably come to these conclusions. It's also like also the being pressured to like people pressure testing it in yeah. competition and seeing. You know like what the what meows works. are doing, and oh, mm-hmm. that's what they're doing. They're not doing this other thing, right? And that's and, and just, I mean, just the you, just having the convenience of footage probably helps with that, right? Because he says he says himself, like I I watch a lot of competition footage, mm-hmm. and he's not like a book learner. So, why is your phone ringing? It's the it's, I don't know, it's either I'm getting a, okay. So let me one would think right. It, it's my ring doorbell, but. Oh, this is your doorbell thing. Yeah. That's awesome. Oh, looks like they're going for a walk. Um, but so speaking of ring doorbells, let's say I order some low-carb, high-protein cereal for my kid from 
like same day delivery. How can you get low carb cereal? Those those two things don't seem to go go hand. So in it's made out of like whey protein mixed with oh some boy. like cassava. Either way, it's like he, the dude he like he loves Fruit Loops for breakfast. I'm like, I gotta find this dude a better solution to oh, eat than Fruit fucking. Loops. I, Fruit Loops. I can't stand Fruit Loops. The artificial smell like makes me gag. But this fucking kid. <laughs> I know a lot of people love Fruit Loops. I've never been able to eat Fruit all them. Loops. Fl- I think it's all those like fucking. Art- oh, wait, have you, someone's Christ. in front of your your your. So wait a minute. Do they have to hit a button or anytime no, there's movement? Is, I um. Anytime there's a motion, it's like a motion sensor. Yeah, it's it's like I have to set up these certain like zones of motion, and evidently mm. somebody's directly in front of my doorbell right now. But so I picked a window for this for them uh, to deliver my food. And it was like from 9.30 to 11.30. So bless you, Amazon, for even offering that. But <laughs> I'm so sorry for the workers that have to deliver fucking three boxes of cereal to my house between 9.30 and 11. At night? At night, right? That <laughs> Amazon was the, doesn't sleep, dude. They d- evidently They're they waiting for the robots to take over. Then you're going to get knocks. Your thing's going to go off at four in the morning. Hello. So you would think... <laughs> One would think I shouldn't have to put special instructions for something that that late at night to not ring the goddamn doorbell. So, mind you, my bed my bedtime is eight thirty, yeah, maybe eight forty five. Whenever I can get that goddamn kid down to sleep, um, so I lay down. I'm sleeping. Stacy's on her laptop, going doing her fucking thing, and I'm passed out. And all of a sudden, she's Wait, like, what, what, when you say psh, 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 what she's is like that? on her laptop, just doing all this like work for whatever work okay i thought it made it sound like she's playing the sims or something oh no 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 she's like she's like legitimately doing work so okay. good on her um and she's like shaking my shoulders like somebody said the doorbell so I, the door. I was like what it's like someone just rang the doorbell like you need to go get it i was like what what who there's nobody at our door so i like i pull my phone up and i just like eh, check the video right I can see he was there, and it's the fucking Amazon delivery guy ringing our doorbell. At, he wanted to hand deliver it at ten twenty. He didn't just leave it. Just leave it and go, man. Like get I the mean, fuck even out of here. The day they usually leave and then knock. Yeah, exactly. Right, and oh, Amazon and they leave, right? Like because they got places so he, to be. He wanted to see this. He, this he dude was like, he's a lonely motherfucker. He's like, in the I've got. <laughs> Hello, sir. <laughs> <laughs> like I would like to present to you these three Maybe boxes like the of zero. oh he wanted to be my buddy and <laughs> we can have a fight in a giant he like leaves you like a yeah. hundred voicemails like hey chris like just, hey, just chris. check it up on the cereal see if you liked it did you not okay did kind of like it um just i mean i shouldn't have to leave special instructions to not ring my goddamn doorbell at ten twenty in the evening but evidently you do for for late night deliveries i will say have you ever had them deliver the thing it's like a delivery window between 2 a.m. and 4 a.m. I've never gotten that. They're fucking crazy, dude. Like, yeah, like, it's like same-day delivery by 4 a.m. Like, are you... When did you order? I ordered that day at, like... It was actually this the little, little fitness tracker thing here. I ordered it that afternoon at, like, 2 p.m. or something. And it's, like, available for prime delivery between 2 and 4 a.m. Like, <laughs> all right. I mean, okay. Was the guy wearing a mask at, at, at 10 at night when he dropped it off? You know, he didn't do. Ring the fucking doorbell. Uh, he just left it there and took off. Okay. So, But anyways, uh, technology. I mean, soon they'll just be drones just like. They have every, like a. Every, everyone is going to have, instead of a mailbox, they're going to have a drone landing platform on their roof. Yeah, and so these porch are, pirates and, will and, stop yeah, that bullshit. And, yeah, and then. 
So they'll have to like climb onto my roof to get something, right? Yeah. Where it's then, like a chimney, right? Yeah. The chimneys so they, in Florida. Yeah, exactly. It'll be an Amazon Dropbox. Well, have you seen the Amazon thing? They have like, so you know Ring is owned by Amazon. I did not know that, but I'm not surprised. Yeah. I mean, I mean it's either that or Google or Disney, right? Yeah. But they have like, they're, they're like Ring like doorbell cameras like I have and then like spotlights, which I'm going to install soon because reasons. Um, just I'm just becoming a cranky old man. Let's get real. But they have now a ring drone camera in your house that you can like, you set it up in the center of your house and if it just like flies around and will dock it just, itself. It just patrols? It, yeah. So like, <laughs> oh my it's like God. the, the so, hunter killers from so, fucking Cyberdyne. So, so we already have light pollution. Now we're going to have light and sound pollution because there's going to be this around your house. Basically. And I mean, when you're gone, I'd assume like, why would I have that? I'm not, I'm not getting one yet. Maybe, it's, maybe even to your neighbors. Like if I was your neighbor, I'd be annoyed that this no, thing's inside buzzing. your house, dude. Wait, what inside your house? Well, then what's its job to patrol your house? Oh my Why God. Why get multiple cameras when you only need one that's going to fly around for you. So you, you have a drone flying around your house. How big is this thing? Small. I, I think it's probably it's like the, the size, size of a yeah, GoPro. Maybe or like something. A, yeah. Oh my goodness. Dude, can you imagine having one outside? People would be, I'd be, I'd be shooting at one with a BB gun. There we go. Well, yeah. you, you'd be lucky if they're shooting at it with a BB gun. Yeah, exactly. Or a paintball gun or, you know, <laughs> we are in Florida. So, I mean, probably a 30 odd six or something. <laughs> but the, wow. um, yeah, so there's like ring drone cameras in, for inside your home. It's not too far off if a Cyberdyne just goes bananas. And like, that's the beginning of it. I'm sorry, Chris. Yeah. You can't come inside anymore. What's the um? What's the one from uh, 2001: Space Odyssey? Is I was thinking of the Red Queen. The Red Queen isn't that a uh, Resident Evil? The movies. I haven't seen any of those with Mila. Are you with Mila. With Mia Jovovich. Mia. The one for, that was her big break was The Fifth Element. Underrated uh, sci-fi movie. Never seen it. Luke Benson or Luke Besson. Never seen it. Oh, dude, it's a classic. Yeah, I know. Everybody talks about it. It's like it's like these like the Boondock Saints. I've never seen that. I'm sorry. Oh, I'm, I'm sorry. Wow. I didn't really live my true college years because I didn't live much the you know the Boondock Saints. Yeah, but the actor in that who was also young Indiana Jones. <laughs> he was young Indiana Jones. Not in the movie in the TV series. Oh, I said like River Phoenix. Yeah, like, yeah. just I just bought the movie. You did buy the movie. I did, <laughs> and I can tell you within the first five minutes. <laughs> It's jujitsu. Oh, dude, it's it's every goddamn conversation that I have to have with a layman when they ask me about my ears, when they ask me about a poster that's on my wall for jujitsu, and I have to explain to them. It's like wrestling. It's it's so the dude's a black belt, uh, Sean Patrick Flannery. Yeah, he's a black belt. He's a black belt under and, Henzo, and he's got a school. Oh, he's got a school. Yeah, I I need to do my stocking better. Yeah, but it's. <laughs> It's and he fights Edson Barbosa, which is crazy because the, the dude boss. he's like fifty years old, isn't he? Hey man, jujitsu is it's Jiu it is. I heard Helio was ch- college choking <laughs> punks when he was like eighty five. Helio knew heel hooks back in the day. There are photos of him heel hooking people. Straight ankle locks. Straight ankle. Okay. Anyway, so so how, describe the movie because I saw this trailer too. I I started to watch it and then dinner came. It so. looks like a B movie. It definitely it it's it's got the production <laughs> quality of a B movie. I would say it's. What's the name of the movie? We it's called uh, Born a Champion. Born a Champion. And it's... <laughs> it, 
Oh, so you God. say it starts out like every every. So what does that mean? It's that an infomercial it, for oh jujitsu. Like yeah, it, it explains to the layman. There, there's like weird <laughs> like documentary footage <laughs> oh, yeah. of like somebody interviewing about uh, the, I, I don't even know what his name is. Let's we'll call him Sean Black. Patrick Plan yeah. is his actual name. Uh, the protagonist, the, the, the hero, right? The champion, you might say. Mm-hmm. He. They're interviewing a buddy and like, oh, you should have seen the way this guy wiped out five guys. Didn't throw one single punch. Oh, the myth. Yeah. The myth. <laughs> and they got it all on camera. Y'all want to talk about, everybody talks about, they, so you can talk about, um, you can tell whoever wrote the story or the, yeah, the story, the screenplay. They're super jiu-jitsu nerds. Are you sure? Maybe it's Sean Patrick Flannery wrote the... I'm betting it, 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 I'm betting it is. But he... Um, at one point, the guy interviewing, he's like, everybody talks about the holy grail of uh, fight footage being the Hicks and Gracie Yoji Anjo oh. video. I was like, oh, my God. He's like, no, no, no. It's this guy versus whoever. And I was like, this is... <laughs> this is a fucking you thought Hickson by armbar was impressive. yeah this is like <laughs> this is every jiu-jitsu nerd's like wet dream so that's it, gonna end up does being the guy look legit i i only got 10 minutes because i have movie. never seen this uh sean patrick flattery actually or flattery he's where, he's a henzo crazy black belt he's got to be i legit. i've seen he sees i see he runs a school but i've never seen him actually roll oh so really? i want to just see is this guy legit i mean i i would say is he better than Ashton Kutcher? <laughs> I mean, I think he's actually sparred. Right? Like, he doesn't use this mystical, no sparring jujitsu that's meant especially for... Uh, <laughs> poor Ashton. Well, for Ashton Cooker, first of all, is not poor. So we can't yeah, say that's that. a, <laughs> But he's definitely not a brown belt. I mean, he was also against Craig Jones, right? Like, you and I would probably look the same against Craig no. Jones as he did. No, I would not go for an armbar the way he went for an armbar. <laughs> I don't remember the context of that, but I remember being... Put him in Masters Worlds and just see him. <laughs> and, oh, Masters Worlds brown belts? Oh, he would get wiped. He, he could be entered as a blue belt. Maybe. And he would get murdered. Yeah. Just straight murked. Yeah. The, uh, not Sean Patrick Flannery, not him. Yeah. Like, I think he's like a third degree black belt or something, too. Oh, yeah. No, he's got stripes on his black yeah, belt. Like but I just want to see him rolling. I just want to see. I'm sure he's. I mean, he's, he's also like 50 something years old, too. So he's probably. Just got that grizzled old like Chris Howder type game. Well, let's see him and Chris Howder go against. Oh, you know? and Kurt Osiander. I think Chris would answer. I think, I think, I think he's White's, still more active. Yeah, I think yeah, Kurt's yeah. younger, so I'll give him the edge. Yeah, because I think Kurt's like late 40s or something. And like Howder. I mean, he's going to. Howder's Kurt a dirty dozen. Osiander so I mean. is going to look that way for his entire life. Yeah, he was born looking like yeah, that. He, <laughs> he was, he's like the Benjamin Button of. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. He's just going to look like. Whereas the other guys are going to age kind of normally. Yeah. Because, I mean, Kurt Osiander is just, I mean, speaking of calloused, like, he's he's just like a human callous, right? Like, I know. Just, yeah. Like, I feel like I could accidentally kick him in the face. <laughs> like, oh, no big deal. <laughs> happened to me a bunch of times. Like, no big deal. You'd break your thumb. <laughs> I know. I was thrown <laughs> on, his, on his head. But, uh, you know, I, I, I didn't get through that much of the movie. I bought it, and then, like, I was watching was it all. It? How much did you spend on this? Uh, so... <laughs> I do like the... You want to support the content creators? That's what I want to do, man. Like, so what platform did you buy it through? Google Play. But I have a bunch of like credits that I get from okay. Google Play like surveys, which is basically the same as like, what was it, Amazon the Turk thing? Where you just do like little surveys and they give you just random like, you know, Google Play credit. I use it for my video games. 
and for movies. Okay. So I uh, I bought it through that, and it was like like ten bucks or something. I mean, that's fine. I mean, it's probably better than that movie Jujitsu called with Nicolas Cage. Yeah. That has no jujitsu in it. I I will say thus far I like it better than okay. So like, let's talk about jujitsu movies. What what Which movies? One, what are they? So what? So it's MMA movies John slash Wick one? No, no, no. Where the, where the focus of it is the actual martial art, oh, not, not aren't there two that like one's Warrior. Okay, Warrior's good. Like, let's take that. that out of the that's with Tom Hardy, right? That's yeah. That's with. Then what's the one with with? There uh, was Red Belch. Which oh. was the garbage. <laughs> oh, I, I, and then there was Never Back Down. Okay, that's what I'm thinking. That's that, the that, one. That's with What's-His-Face, the guy from... That's uh, a... What's-His-Face? It's got Yeah, it's got Jaiman Hansu in it. No, it doesn't Never Back Down have the guy from uh, 21 Jump Street? 21 Jump Street? You know who that guy... The Channing Tatum? Yeah, isn't Channing... No, that's fighting, actually. Oh, that's... It. Okay. That's the one that got like Kung Lee in it and stuff. That, okay. mo- that movie's also terrible. That's basically Lionheart... It's basically like a remake of like the '90s movie Lionheart, starring Jean Claude Van Damme, where it's like this underground fighting, and it's always underground fighting in a parking lot with the rich people watching. Yeah, and, like with the car surrounding, yeah, with the lights pointing yeah, in, so exactly. they can have it's a, always the case. The uh, dude, I mean, in Daredevil, no, in Daredevil, I think not in Daredevil, in Iron Fist, the uh, the girl. She like would do street fights in a cage surrounded, you know, where people had light shining. Electros? No, 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 no. It was a white. It was a Iron Fist girlfriend. Oh yeah, the, the Asian girl. Yeah, whatever her name is. I think she, I think Very she's forget. White Tiger. But yeah, I mean, she or, turned yeah. into something. Yeah, like, she was starting to glow at the end. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She, yeah, that's right. I'm not, yeah, I'm she not, was. I'm not sad that that show went away. That, that was, was terrible. Uh, it could have been done so much yeah, better like compared to it, the other ones it was, it, if they had gone all in on enter the dragon right like making it a modern day sort of enter the dragon and like really reclaiming the legacies a, the guy was such a puss man. oh my god he's a terrible actor and a terrible martial artist and, and like he had his, i'm out he had his frosted tips he had his permit i was just like, like if they had at least do one or the other either get a really good martial artist that's an okay actor. Yeah, or get a really good actor and just get a fucking body double in. Yeah, but <laughs> don't don't try to have the guy do both, right? Because we can tell. Right, we can tell when somebody's not a martial artist. I'm channeling my chi. It was so bad, and that yeah, that was probably that was the weakest of the MCU uh, Netflix shows, which are not canon still because Robert uh, Kevin Feige doesn't like them. Really. But there, I've heard Charlie Cox is going to be in. Really? He wrapped up filming in the third Spider-Man movie. Yes. Oh, I know. Okay, that's good. So they brought him in. This is good. Yeah, yeah. Like, but I mean, they they also have Tobey Maguire and Andrew Garfield. So there's be some crazy Spider Verse stuff going on. Oh, really? Yeah. I didn't know this. Yeah, dude. Oh. Uh, or are they throwing us for a big like crazy Wandavision? Don't know what's going on. Sort of. Well, so okay. Okay, let's go on an MCU little tangent here. So I've heard that one of the theories with WandaVision, and this is not a spoiler, this is theories, okay? Hypotheses. I, because Wanda is a powerful... Yeah, she's, powerful I think being. she's doing House of M. Okay, and if that's the case... It's her It's going to be the opposite of the conclusion of House of M. Not, there was a point in House where of M where she doesn't say she said, no, no more mutants, mutants and there were no more mutants. That's the beginning of House of M. That's actually the Avengers... Is that Avengers? No, no. That's yeah. That's the beginning of House of M. But 
this is how they're going to introduce mutants is she's going to say mutants mutants but so that's interesting let because there be different people or whatever i don't know what that let yeah it's not mutants, meta, so whatever you know so all right there's a lot of like weird nerddom be, that's about to be unleashed by first of by all a comic book black can, belt can we, just, can we just just before getting into that too much because you just referenced House of M. Most people don't even know what that is. I only know about that because I've recently been looking into theories. Oh, really? Okay. Yeah, I wasn't familiar with that. So my question is, what do you think about the Marvel Cinematic Universe, the MCU, its new iteration being driven a lot by episodic television on Disney Plus instead of two to three blockbuster movies a year. Bro, I mean, like... So, first off, I, I think a big part of it has to do with how we consume media nowadays. Okay. Right, like, first off, like, serialized fiction in general is just... That's how you keep people coming back, right? Like, it's a lot easier to probably produce... Write, produce, and film or whatever and distribute a season of stuff and have... I mean, it's just, like, subscription-based anything, right? It's easier just to bing people in the head for 499 a month and try to get them for whatever for a year. So, rather than investing all of these resources into these what they call them like tentpole movies, which will still exist, but that's a lot of eggs in one basket. Isn't it easier to produce a whole bunch of stuff that's going to keep people paying and keep people watching? I don't disagree that from a business point of view it can make sense. Because everyone loves monthly recurring revenue. Yeah. And you can bet your, your ass that Disney I mean, the, Plus is not going to be yeah, $5 Yeah, WandaVision is 30 minutes, right? It's, yeah, but Disney Plus is not going to be $5 a month. Oh, it's definitely not. I mean, I think it's while. already... You know, it's going to go up. Yeah, yeah, of course. Once they get people hooked, once, once, they've, once yeah, everyone's they, they gotten get a taste, that first sample, yeah. then it's going to go up. But in terms of an experience for a fan, what do you think? Because I kind of like waiting longer and getting a, a huge payoff movie because but what weird. if there's all the stuff that can they contribute to that movie that you can consume every single week that but, you, but WandaVision is at best 20 to 30 minutes you know what's crazy about WandaVision they do movie style opening credits and closing credits yeah and it's still like a 30, 35 minute runtime, which means you're only getting, getting like 22, 22 minutes. minutes. Yeah, which is and exactly And then everything what else you're... is credits. The end credits are as long as the movie credits. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Maybe and they're really shorter, long, too. But I mean, they go on like the effects department, you know. Oh, yeah, yeah. And know, even the, the same style. Georgia, the, yeah, yeah. The same, you know, the Georgia, t the Georgia unit, third unit here. The, I mean, it's every time, which when I first saw it, I was like, oh, this is awesome. Well, what happened? Number one. The opening scene, like the opening credits, it's it's a recap too of all things. Well, they do a little recap, but they do the open, they do the uh, the little the Marvel like, Studios thing opening the Marvel, which Studios is easily logo, what thirty, which seconds gets you there. jacked up. But I feel like that should almost be saved for the movie, because I, I felt like oh something big is coming. But this is and then hang on, let me just, yeah. let me say this last thing. And then the credits came, and I fast forward to see is there a post credit scene? And there's no post credit. Yeah, scene. there's not. So they've conditioned me. To, I think, I guess what, I think I'm highlighting the fact that they've conditioned me to a certain experience when there's the Marvel Studios opening and the movie style credits. And the fact that it's a TV show is irrelevant. What matters is 
it wasn't as long and as blockbuster of a moment after the Marvel Studios logo, and there wasn't a post-credit scene after a long, lengthy credit thing. Yeah. So now that's violated the the anticipation for that. That's secondary to me. The big thing is, are we comfortable with consuming? I mean, what do you feel like? I I, I feel like I'm. I think it's perfect. Okay, so I I will I will. Uh, Use example of like. Are we turning games. our podcast into an MC? Like, should this be like? No, a it's a bit of it's, it's a jujitsu <laughs> podcast, and we're also. I mean, just one division is right? going on right now. Yeah, but it's also like they're they're, they're these my my guys at work right. They're playing video games, which I, I don't do. What video game? They're playing Call this of is, Duty. No, they're not. Uh, Path of Exile. Two of the guys are super into Daisy. Okay. And the other guy wants. Likes the idea of Daisy, thinks it's fun, but doesn't want to deal with the grind. So he's all about Fortnite. And I think how old is this guy who's playing Fortnite? He's like thirty-five. Wow! But you that's the thing, Fortnite right? Players are like so, like, and that's why I can't. I have a hard time getting into video games because the kind of games that interest me require you to sit. It's a time investment, right? Like it's at least an hour of sitting and grinding and doing your thing, where you may not even accomplish anything. And that's like a Netflix show where it's like fucking an hour long and nothing's happening. But Fortnite, or in this case, WandaVision is a 22 minute snippet where you can just turn on, knock it out real quick. Right. And then there's no grinding. You just get right into it and it's, it's done. There's something to that. Yeah. And it's know. contributing, right? Because I think WandaVision is doing a good job of embracing this format. Yeah. And taking advantage of the it's fact that it's... super meta, right? Yeah, like, because it's episodic television and it's the first few episodes that are available right now play I mean, out like a, like a sitcom, yeah. you know, and it plays into the story. So in terms of like, like I think about, uh, I, I haven't read nearly as many comic books as you have, but I watched the hell out of Batman the Animated Series and the pulled the Dini-verse and that kind of stuff. And... All the DC, DC animated movies are amazing. Oh, them. yeah. They're all very good. And this has to me the tropes of a comic book story where, you know, it's, yes, I could tell you, like, there are always going to be comic book stories or animated stories where the perspective is markedly different from a traditional storytelling perspective. Yeah. The fact that we're doing episodic TV shows and trying to, like, there's a mystery there as to why, why are we doing this? Why are we, the viewer, being shown sitcoms <laughs> but you know so, and telling a story that by the way unfolds episode by episode but how often does it happen well actually you don't know because you don't read a lot of trades but like how often does it happen when i'm a trade waiter right so literally like trades are collected volumes mm-hmm, of, yeah, like yeah. usually six to eight i always call them graphic novels i don't know why you call them trade because they're trades let's not give them too much credit they're fucking comic books right so they're, what, to what, me they're trades. what does the trade mean it's a trade paperback but, what, 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 i've collected stuff what does, what does the word trade have to do with anything? Why isn't just like... Well, it's, it's called, a. I mean, an what, individual comic collected into a trade paperback. What is a trade... What, how is a trade paperback different from a paperback? I don't know. It's just... It's just <laughs> Why do they use the word trade? I don't know. I actually have no clue. <laughs> okay, that was my question. But so, from... That's my... I mean, I'm a trade waiter, regardless. <laughs> okay. Jargon. Is that because people would trade books instead of... I don't know. Of- I mean, because I remember the first time I walked on Borders, 
And like I, I was did. looking for graphic novels, right? And I walked in and I asked a lady and she was so obnoxious. I was like, where can I find the trade paperbacks? And she's like, these are all trade paperbacks. Like literally like, like moving her arm across <laughs> the entire inventory of books that are on display. That's like, that's like, you, you, that's like me saying hey to my mom and my mom saying, hey, it's for horses, son. Yeah, exactly. And I was like, <laughs> I was like, oh, you pardon get me. What I, you get what I <laughs> Yeah, I was like, where are the graphic novels, ma'am? And then she's like, oh, well, this is that section there. <laughs> so I'm like, but I just, I get real like weird about like the way people talk about graphic novels. I'm like, you know, we're giving ourselves, but it's knowledge. also like, we're not, we're trying to give ourselves too much credit, right? Like, it's a fucking comic book. What's so, wrong with a comic book? I mean, it's it's there's nothing wrong. It's 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 reading with pictures, which is awesome. And is 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 a is a craft is, is is a comic book low art, not high art? I I would say the perceived uh, value of them is that it's comics are for kids. There's a really good Calvin and Hobbes strip that makes fun of this whole thing really whereas like comic book low art commercial you know low art painting of a comic book uh, uh, yeah meta, like andy warhol yeah stuff, you know yeah. meta <laughs> um jean you know like um whatever thought-provoking high art you know what I mean? yeah <laughs> and then they kept inventing scenarios <laughs> like what about and what about exactly a comic book of an artist drawing a picture? <laughs> Because, I mean, like comic, like working in the the funnies and and whatnot, we're always viewed as sort of like where you go to get your chops before you go work for like an ad agency. Okay, you know, which is why actually Stan Lee and like all of these guys, um, they use that trade name as like a pseudonym because they didn't want their name to be associated when they made it big mm. with. Oh, you used, you're that comic book artist. You're a comic book writer, so that's why a lot of these guys operate under a pseudonym. But so I mean, like maybe I'm the sort of like self-loathing comic book lover. But I just I hate it when people try to take it too seriously and call it a graphic novel. So okay, so back to your th- are are you comfortable? Are you excited? Like, what's your reaction to to seeing that at least half, if not more, of the MCU's content is going to be I'm serialized? I think it's awesome, just because. Like just going back to the whole trade waiting thing, there's nothing more. You used it like anticipation of waiting for the big mm-hmm. like summer movie, but like it's also you tend to forget a lot in between. You know, you tend to, and sometimes honestly, like if the time passes and you just the likelihood of you losing uh, the anticipation, losing the desire to see that may pass, right? But if they can keep you coming back week by week, whatever it is. The hunger is almost always there, where you want you, where the 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 customer or the consumer wants to turn the page immediately, right? If you leave it on a good enough cliffhanger, I think I've I mean I've grown up reading comic books, so I think the uh, the just it's that's why honestly I kind of miss the Ultimate Fighter, like because that show's not on anymore, right? Like there Correct. was something to a little bit of build up. And like next week on the Ultimate Fighter, we're like, oh, like, oh, who's gonna who's gonna fight? And they tried all the different formats of like mystery fighters and you know the team picking the fighters. I'm like, I wanted to see who's gonna fight next week. And and there was something to that. And I think there's that little bit of like just mystery that's really really fun to deal with in serialized fiction or just serialized storytelling that uh, can't exactly be conveyed with just giant blockbuster movies. 
I guess I just feel like what's happening is I get what you're saying. Do you think we're getting a cheaper experience? Is that your not a cheaper experience, but a cheap well a cheaper in a way because we're not going to have as many Iron Man appearances. We're going to go to smaller characters with less known actors, which is fine. I, I have nothing against the actors and actresses portraying these characters, yeah. but they're smaller characters within the MCU. And only for movies are we going to have the appearance of a Thor. Thor is going to have a movie. Right. Spider-Man is going to have a movie. But a majority of the content, if you look at ours, is going to be allocated yeah. to smaller, the like She-Hulk. Great idea. I mean, She-Hulk's a, a massive yeah. character in, in the context of things. But we're doing all this, and, and I don't know how much those characters can further a main plot, which is what I'm hoping will happen in this new phase of the next decade, is we're going to have the rise of Doctor Doom. We're going to have the the rise of, what, Galactus? or which, Oh, God. Is that where they're going? I don't know. I mean, yeah, 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 I, know. I, I don't know where they're going with it. People are thinking Wanda might be a way to jumpstart Fantastic Four. And they've really? mentioned the they've they've mentioned Fantastic Four as being in development, where they haven't with X Men and mutants. So that's why it might be more likely yeah. that they would actually introduce the hmm. Fantastic Four somehow. That's because there's an episode that talks about deep space missions and and things. Oh, you haven't okay. gotten I mean, there yeah. yet. Yeah. Um, oh, so, in Wandavision. Yes, you haven't gotten there. I've, yeah, I'm like I'm two and a half. Minutes, yeah, you so. haven't gotten there. When you get there, it's 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 not like a main part. It's just. It, it, in passing dropped. it's just dropped in but passing. are you just reading too much into it then at that point like well this is what happens when you read comments afterwards and everyone uh, out. I, I don't gotcha, even yeah, notice yeah. I don't yeah. notice it but people come up with these ideas oh, crowdsource the oh my god the, the, the amount of speculation that was involved with <laughs> so many things but my point that is we're totally unfounded if we're losing out on seeing more of Spider-Man and more of Iron Man or Captain America and, all, and I know that a lot of these actors have retired or at least and plus like do we just need like to me, can't, the can't we get away from fucking Batman for a little bit? Can't we get away from like Thor and Iron Man? Like, there's no, nothing, you know. Like, let's. We can't. Why? Because because there are other stories to be told. I mean, but those they're the protagonists that people care about. I can see this fucking pearls drop so many times, man. Like, I've well, been that I get. Shit. That's retelling the same story, but 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 that's the thing but, is like when you're always trying I'm to retell it for another I'm generation, telling, you have that, to reiterate that if stuff I'm because that's a what story makes, in Metropolis. That doesn't involve Superman. Why does it even have to be a Metropolis? I mean, now I'm just telling a now I'm just telling a story that happens to be in a universe inhabited by Superman. And unless Superman plays some sort of role in the plot, then why is that? Why are we telling a quote superhero story? So the myths. We talk about this being modern mythology. How many of the Greek myths yeah. didn't involve Hercules or Heracles? You know, Zeus. But here's here's the problem with a lot of weird story or storytelling that's done oddly nowadays. It's sort of like remember the whole um, what was it the Megan Fox like Ninja Turtles movies? Like yes. we don't need everything to connect in some sort of way, right? Like, and I've I've only heard reviews of I've not watched it myself, but from my understanding, the show um, Alfred or Pennyworth rather, mm-hmm. it's it, it gets involved with how. Um, Alfred ends up meeting Thomas and Martha Wayne to eventually becoming their butler and all the little shenanigans that they were involved in before becoming like the Thomas and Martha Wayne, you know, later parents of, of Bruce. And 
from my understanding, one thing they don't fall into, which is good storytelling, is all these little weird hints of like things are connected that it's destined to be bat involved in this and that and the other, right? Like just because they exist in that universe doesn't mean they have to be connected to Superman in some way. What's wrong with just good storytelling and, and it not having to be connected, right? Like it's sort of like the Han Solo movie thing where like it just ended up being a fucking origin story for dice it, and hats and jackets and stuff. Like we the, don't need here, that. Here's the thing. Star Wars is a universe that is interesting in and of itself. So telling stories within the Star Wars universe to me is more compelling and markedly different from telling a Metropolis story. Okay. Because Metropolis is just like a New York City. Yeah. Unless, granted. What if, makes Metropolis unique? If, if, the fact that Superman's there? I mean, if sure. we're playing with the idea of being in a world where the idea of mutants is common. Now that mutants will be coming into the MCU at some point, we'll use yeah, the word. Yeah, they, they own it. I mean, right. So then I can see that, like, yeah, you could do a story where I don't know any of the characters, but there's some differences between our world and the sto- the world that the story takes place in that are relevant to the plot. Like, you know, what's it like to to be a mutant and discover your powers in puberty right. and not know it? And you could tell a story like that. You know, like, is is this happening because of weirdness or is it actually happening because I have a, you know, like, what if, I'm just throwing something out here. What if um, it's kind of like a, a suspense horror type series about a kid growing up and dealing with people that have all these mysterious illnesses and it turns out that he's the one causing him because he's a mutant and yeah, he gets yeah. off some more and then, you know, Professor X maybe makes a cameo at the end and talk to him about that i mean is that like is that well, like, but it, yeah, he doesn't yeah. have to show up but yeah, my, yeah. my point is that's an interesting story yeah and, and that's, that's well done you right? invented like, a character you can pay me my royalties later for marvel yeah you don't need to still, have like stole. like the beast just fucking swing Correct. in you know or, but or when we're tuning into the mcu i mean how many times we make fun of hawkeye <laughs> We don't want to see Hawkeye. We want to see Iron Man. You know what I mean? But if they just wrote Hawkeye to be a more... Like, I thought Hawkeye Endgame? Awesome. Way Is better. Is he going right. to move the needle, though? Because, But, like, how compelling was the story? I was like, I mean, maybe it's because, like, I'm a dad. Like, I was like, I saw that, and I was like, oh, like, you know... The, first off, he was shown more in yeah. Endgame. And second off, like... Yeah, I gotta get going soon. But like they just they added more to his character where it made him matter. It actually, was in Infinity War, right? Where they went to his house? No, that's Civil War. Civil War. Where they went to his house and they? No, I don't think it was Civil was War. Was it Winter Soldier? It was Iron. It was uh, Avenger uh, Age of Ultron. Where they went to his house to hide out? I believe so. Where like Chris Evans like tore apart the log, or maybe it was Civil War. I think it was Civil War. Because, yeah, because they're talking about, like, I want to put a suit of iron, or I want to put an iron... Ah, we'll, have to, we'll have to look it up. No, but Iron Man was with him. Iron Man... No, it wasn't Civil War. It was Ultron, I think. We'll have to check. Because I think they... Weren't they going to arrest them? Didn't... Isn't, like... Didn't Thunderbolt... We'll, have to, we'll, we'll figure it out. But either way, like... Like, that's when he became somewhat interesting. He wasn't interesting in Avengers 1, where he was just, like... A dude, and they're like, hey, he's in his hawk's nest again. Yeah, he shoots really well. You know, it was, it was, he became a better character when 
actually it was Wanda was like, I can't do this. You know, and he was like, I am a dude with a bow and arrow and there are robots firing rockets at me. So just suck it up and get in there. Right. Like that's when he became a little bit more of an interesting character. I, I, I've, I'm a big believer. I mean, like, so they took and they made a movie. It was of, Age of Ultron. It was Age of Ultron, where yeah. they went to go hide out in his house. Safe house. But they took Guardians of the Galaxy, who are the most obscure, not even That's what I think they're trying to do. Level. That's what they're trying to do. Because I care about those guys. Yeah. And, and I think they're trying to do that before, with the Eternals. Right? I think the Eternals is going to be... Yeah, yeah. They're going to be the new... I, I think they're trying to t- make the Eternals... A, the segue into, like, like, Gardens of the Galaxy was, like, cosmic with a little C. Like, Eternals is going to be a cosmic with, like, a like a big C, you know? <sighs> Dude, I, I really think the money's in the X-Men. Cause oh, the X-Men everybody are, wants to see Wolverine Papa's Claws. Well, yeah, but I think bug. also it's, it's so relatable. And you talking about like the fucking like how they're discriminated against? Yeah, everybody feels. Think, but but, it, but because it's more street level. I yeah, think yeah, people I want mean, that street level. I think when you go Cosmos, a it makes the movies look not as good. Because yeah, Guardians Two is it can be it can look cool, but it gets too CG. Yeah, yeah, yeah like kind of like I want something a little more grounded. You know, right? Yeah, it's so that's and that's why I mean, like at the end of the day, Guardians was just basically a little kind of goofy caper movie you know kind of caper movie that just happened to take place on a couple like dirty like not sterile looking spaceships well i hope that they can get those guys like charlie cox from daredevil into spider-man like that well they would do they will and if they get the guy from if they get the guy who played kingpin who everybody thinks yeah he's the best kingpin and i hope they put him sorry they put those guys in there as part of the universe and not part of this multiverse like oh i want to swipe through the problem this wormhole we we already have Garfield and Tobey Maguire in Spider-Man well, Into 3, the so. Spider-Verse to me is the best movie for that. To yeah. do it again. Just leave it alone. You know? To do it again. But this is where, I mean, they're getting in the multiverse stuff because Doctor Strange is like in the mouth of madness or in the multiverse okay, so of madness. So that's the other thought is that repercussions from Wanda yeah. are going to lead into the, the Doctor the, Strange. Yeah. Because yeah. these. And Wanda potentially. Well, I'm not going to. I'm not going to. All right, I gotta get going. All right, but let's wrap up. Yeah, because I was gonna give a spoiler. I don't. Want to yeah, give a yeah, 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 yeah. Guys, do check out our sponsor, Crown Rash Guards. Crown C R O W N R A S H G. And use our promo code Bruise. How do we spell it, Chris? B R E W S. And that's www.crownrashguards.com. Get twenty percent off 20% a single off. rash guard. Check out our review if you haven't seen it already on our Instagram. Check out our unboxing. Unboxing, rather, yeah. We're not at BGJ and Bruise. You can also hit us up on email, bjmbrews at gmail.com. Like, subscribe, share, leave comments. We always read every comment. And, and we definitely we'll interact. Yeah, sometimes you get way more than you ask for. Hey, he asked for it. That's, uh, he was Chris. I was Noah. We'll catch you next week. Same time, same place. See ya. All right, see ya.